Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetSperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. What a weekend. The Philadelphia Phillies are in the World Series with some team from Texas. You know, the football game last night, not so great. Had more of a Thursday night feel to me. The, um, yeah. the Sixers somehow still winless because all anybody really cares about is Philadelphia sports. Anyway, how are you? Good. It was a good betting weekend. Um, I had an under that got there quite easily, an over that got there quite easily. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals got there quite easily. I avoided betting the Lions because the, we had a plan on how to bet the Lions, and then none of that, you know, none of the steps, the prereqs came to fruition. So we stayed away from the Lions. Like, and yeah, I love it when a plan falls apart and it would have been a loser. So, and truthfully, the same thing with the Niners. Like the Niners, we had a plan to bet them and the steam came so fast and heavy. All the good numbers were gone. I'm like, I'm not sure I'm betting the Niners as a favorite. That doesn't seem like the plan I had in place. So all the plans that I wanted to bet uh, kind of went out the window too. There was some weird results, some good games, but uh, the Bucks just keep losing. That was another nice avoid. I had that under. And I said this to Drew last night. What's the worst thing for an under? It is when the 13-point underdog just keeps scoring. Like, oh, no, because then the favorite has to kick it into high gear. Tampa, as it turns out, has a broken gear shift because they cannot find high gear. Only scored three points. And then tonight, we'll get into tonight, but second leg of my Miami New New Orleans, New England teaser goes tonight. So we will cheering heartily for the Patriots and watching some other sports. There's no baseball right now. Because we have to wait for the World Series to start, but there's plenty of golf, tennis, How long do basketball. We have to wait for that? Do you know? I think a couple days. I feel like game one is probably likely midweek. The twenty eighth, right? it looks like Friday. Friday. Okay. Well, we got to wait a little while for baseball. We'll we'll bet some other stuff in the meantime. Starting with the Bermuda Butterfield Bermuda Championship. Well, like Not that. quite. The field we had last week. That's not a chicken um, company, is it? No, Butterfield. I can't remember what Butterfield does. So Utah, I'll do, figure it out. Yeah, it's they do something. It's something <laughs> decent, but you can see there's some names maybe you don't recognize if you don't bet a lot of golf. Danny McCarthy, people know, but that's the thing. Danny McCarthy is your favorite here. That is a that is happening. That is how this field looks. This is pretty much an alt event. Adrian Moronk is somebody who hasn't played on the side of the pond much. He's a Polish player, I believe. He's had some decent results on the other side of the pond. Same thing with Detry. You don't see him as much. Uh, Seamus Powers, uh, a mainstay at this point. But Knox, Patrick Rogers, Alex Smalley, all on the first page of the odds. Kind of tells you what you need to know about this. It is a, a bit of a resort to uh, resort course down in Bermuda. I'll be digging in deeper and I'll have some bets uh, later in the week for this. I'll definitely have some outrights. I'll play some matchups. I, I like these alt events, honestly. There's usually a good amount of matchups to be bet on this one. So nothing so far. You can check me out tomorrow on the golf show. I'm guessing you can probably catch that and still catch brown bag bets because I don't think we're going to do much more than a half hour on the Bermuda <laughs> Butterfield Champions. This might be a, might be one of our shorter shows, but I'll have some bets on that tomorrow as I figure out my outrights this afternoon into tomorrow morning. And <clears throat> I don't know because I've spent too much time <laughs> dealing with football and 
golf and everything else. I don't even know where the ladies are headed this week. They stay in Mexico. Actually, they're all over the place, Andy. It's a great week for ITFs. There's W80s and stuff all over the place, W60s everywhere. We do have a challenger event. And in case you're wondering, Butterfield is an offshore bank and trust company headquartered in Hamilton, Bermuda. So we'll call it the Shady Golf Open. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're still in Mexico. It's a smaller town. They go back down to sea level, Andy, the town of Tampico, Mexico. I'm sure I'm saying that incorrectly. It's been a little while. I think it is Tampico, but I like that. Correctly. Orange juice. Should they choose? And yeah, it looks like it's actually pretty nice, close to the beach here. Mm, must be a fun place to be. But anyway, yeah, a lot of everyone's kind of all over the place. So uh, mainly focusing here, not a lot of lines up for those ITF matches and the way those first rounds work. A lot of good players against players I've never heard of. So um, maybe we'll have some of that later in the week. But for now, just a handful of totals again in Tampico. All of these will start later this afternoon. Um, San Diego Parks, I believe, is actually tomorrow, but uh, Merton's Calieva will be tonight. So um, give me the over. San Diego Parks, Christine Katarina, San Diego have a really nice kind of second half of the season here. Now, mostly beating up on players in kind of the mid-hundreds to high-hundreds, low-200s, which is, is where Alicia Parks is. But she's headed down. She's had another – also has had a nice second half to the season, um, has been putting away a lot of wins in some of these smaller events, uh, getting some ranking points up. Curious to see how she does maybe in some smaller events next year. And maybe she sneaks into a 250 or something at the end of the season. But expect this to be a very competitive match. Um, love this three-set place at plus 200. And, again, part of it is because the total itself is fairly low. 20 at standard juice. Um, you usually see, though, something closer to, like, plus 180 instead of this plus 200. And um, just really like the chances this go in three. If it doesn't, I think we cash this over in two sets pretty comfortably. Thought about a first set over. Don't think that's necessarily a bad idea, but just give me the over two and a half sets here um, in case Sydney Cobra or somebody starts a little slow, a little hot. And then Mertens Kalieva, at least Mertens is back to just absolutely crushing lesser opponents. Um, just blew through the field in her last event before Guadalajara. Um, you know, lost in a three set match there in the first round. So has had some time to recover and get ready for this event where, again, it's 125 points. I assume she's not entering this for whatever the paycheck is. This has to be a chance for her to grab some ranking points. I'm, she generally does very well in smaller events when she does decide to enter them. And under 18 looks great. I had this total at 17. So to be able to get 18, that's a pretty nice number there. We just need 6363 6-3 or better, you know, 6264, something like that. A score that we see from Mertens a ton. So like Mertens to win a lot. If you're playing DFS, get her into a lineup. It's kind of a blowout match for her. So give me the under 18 there. Um, and then the overs in Sinekova and Parks. I'm down. Tampico. You know what? We're going to have a football game down in Mexico eventually here. I think the German will they? Will the field actually be good enough for them to play on? I I feel like they're probably going to nip that in the bud where, hey, if this shit happens again, we're done with this country. Thanks, Vicente. (laughs) I don't know who their president is anymore. Is it still Vicente? This is how so Vicente Padilla? Vicente Fox is so infrequently oh. I watch the news. I know the uh, prime minister in England is changing. That lady didn't outlast the lettuce. But no more games. One more game in London and then one in Germany, one in Mexico. Tonight's will be in, not England, not old England, England. New England up in Foxborough. The Pats, a nine, nine point, eight and a half. That's about as big survivor game, Andy. Most survivor pools. A lot of people here here on the Patriots. Um, kudos to anybody that didn't pick Tampa Bay. Yeah, they were the most selected in the the remaining 375 people 
who made it into the you know week seven week eight here of uh the circa survivor. survivor so the second most selected i believe was tampa maybe third behind uh the raiders let me see if i can uh, uh, yeah, yeah the raiders yeah, but a little over 20% of the pot was eliminated again this week. So, yeah, and, uh, and a result I am hoping for would definitely be they, that they win. I need this pretty badly for Survivor League. Multiple, <laughs> multiple ways. I need them to win by at least three to get me my teaser leg home. I have them minus two. So in maybe this a one. Bears plus eight and a half middle. Yeah, I'm tempted <laughs> because this game could be pretty, pretty low scoring. This is another low total. What do we know about low totals so far this year? They have usually fucking got there. Like the um what were we we've got bet all the way down to 38 and a half in the Tampa game. Yep. 24 24 points. We got bet all the way down to 37 in the Detroit game. 25 points. That's six, 16 to 9. Yeah, 25 points. 16 to 9. So um these 40s, these 38s, these 39s, don't let them scare you off if you really believe in the ineptness of some of these offenses. Bears under teaser. Yeah. It's, I already have some bears team total (laughs) under 14. So I have extra exposure on the bears. So Mm. I'm looking for this game to just be a nice low scoring games where the Pats win by like 10 points, 10, nothing would suit me just fine. But uh, yeah, it is 40 and a half for this total right now. I don't have a bet on this one. I'm looking at running back props, but with Damian Harris back, I honestly don't know. I really wish we had a little more clarity on the split. Uh, I talked to somebody else about this. I was asking, and he had the same idea as me. Like Damien Harris and Ramondre Stevenson both have rushing totals that are well within reach of a team that gives up about 160 on the ground every game. I may just bet them both over and and just realize like I feel like worst case, I may be juicing out because one of them is getting to the rushing total. This is a very bad rushing defense uh the bears should give up a ton and it feels like a running game with mac yeah, if it does. is mac back and he's coming off this nasty injury of his ankle he's not going to be dropping back 50 times like let's let's just run 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 the ball because it works so i might just play both overs on those running backs and and be done with it and then i'm going to play first touchdown score of course and what are we uh what are we thinking tonight Little, whole bunch of stuff, some nice big defense. numbers out there. Um, kind of going back to basics of this game, like you said, the numbers right at the top of the board, as they should be, depending on where you look, Stevenson or Damian Harris are four or five to one, and um, put those all in same game parlays and stuff. I feel like both of those guys score touchdowns tonight, probably a fun bet. Um, not sure what the price is on either of them to score two plus, but like you said, the Bears generally get run over here, and um. As I start to look down the list, um, again, tight ends have been really good for both of these teams in terms of drawing targets from either quarterback that's playing in terms of the Patriots and Justin Fields lately. And both of these defense have been prone to tight end touchdowns. So give me Hunter Henry here at 14 to 1. And as you look further down the board, I'm also going to play John O. Smith. Um, Just came back last week in his first game, but for the first three or four games was out targeting, out routing Hunter Henry, getting a lot more attention from Mac Jones. So going to play both here, despite the fact that Henry, again, has been pretty good the last week so don't mind him at 13 to 1 had that closer i'm sorry 14 to 1 had that closer to 10 justin fields just basically an auto bet anytime he's 12 to 1 or higher um they run him a lot he loves you know kind of those bootleg runs in he has at least one 
first touchdown scored already this year. So happy to take him at a nice number here at 15 to one. Going to take both defenses. Both of these teams turn the ball over, and both of these teams get teams to turn the ball over. We're looking at two teams that are top 10 in terms of um, giveaways and top 10 in terms of takeaways. Um, both, and anytime you have that, I'm happy to take the defense as we saw it yesterday. Um, I think the Colts now have given up a first touchdown to two defenses this season, thanks to Matt Ryan's just love of throwing the ball at the other team this year. And as I look at this again, a lot of giveaways from both teams. These are some nice big numbers here. Um, love to take this. And as always, make sure you get the DST, that, uh, that the special teams makes a difference. You're going to get one or two of those throughout the year, and you pick up some other players that um, maybe necessarily aren't listed correctly. So make sure you get the DST. Again, Cole Komet will also grab him. Uh, 29 to 1 has been picked up um, a ton of targets the last few weeks. Seems to be reinvigorated and reinvolved in the offense after doing basically nothing the first two to three weeks um, and is now leading the Bears in terms of red zone targets, which isn't saying much. You're only talking about five or six red zone targets this year, but against the Patriots defense has given up a lot of touchdowns to tight ends. Like there's a great chance we see some play action or something like that as they get towards the end zone and Komet gets a touchdown here. And um, I know Mac Jones, again, coming off an ankle injury here, but 30 to one, just going to continue to play quarterback to big numbers like that. Um, still a chance that he runs it in. If he's healthy, I see no reason again, you know, some kind of bootleg, something like that. I don't think they'll sneak him in again with Stevenson and Harris here. So um, make sure you get that at 30 or better. And uh, yeah, talk about the Bears defense there. So a couple quarterbacks and tight ends and some defenses. Let's get weird. Really? Uh, <clears throat> I could have just slept in today. I didn't, I don't have any real bets. <laughs> it's all you. It's been a heavy, heavy lift for you on Monday. I'm going to have to, maybe Sunday, so I'm going to have to start handicapping golf so I have some outrights on Monday early <laughs> on because I, until, well, we'll get to college basketball sooner than we think, and I'll have some bets every day of the week. But, uh, yeah. When does college basketball start? In a few weeks. Like, not not very long. It's getting very close, so. All right. Yeah, like I said, I'm probably, I am probably just playing both both uh, running back overs on the Patriots, hoping they get a nice split. They both get about 70 yards. That'd be about par for the course for the Bears defense. And we'll close her out with the old reliable Celtics team total over. I'm taking credit for that one, actually. It's a co-play. It's a consensus. A couple bets here that um, generally I like to bet Pretty much throughout the year, I love the Magic in the first quarter. They're a great first quarter team every year, and they've been an awesome first quarter, first half team this year. Any of these games that they've lost, it's been in the second half. So um, just going to start there. The Orlando Magic tonight go up against the New York Knicks. The Knicks have been really good. Um, Jalen Brunson is exactly what Tom Thibodeau wants from a guard. That team looks like they're having fun again playing basketball and expect them to take care of business here. But the Magic, again, have been really competitive in first halves. I really like this team in general. So instead of grabbing them the full game, you know, the number's at seven and a half, which I can make a good case for. This first quarter number at two and a half, I had closer to one and a half. And the first half number plus four and a half, I had closer to three. So happy to get a little extra value here in terms of what the market's offering. Again, like the Magic to keep things close as they have pretty much all season and generally do. Um, you know, when you look at this team last year as well. Celtics team total over, this is simple. The Celtics are pushing the ball. They are running. Their pace is much faster than it's been in previous years. And we're getting closer to a, a, a correction here and a proper number. Um, 115 and a half. I had this closer to 116 and a half, almost 117. So happy to take the 115 and a half again because we just haven't seen the proper correction. Probably still have a couple more games of this. So fingers crossed we get this. And the Toronto Raptors, I actually bet them to beat the Miami Heat on Saturday. They 
They lost a very close game where um, you start to look at some of the stats. They forced 10 more turnovers than the Miami Heat did, kept the offensive rebounding uh, pretty close, but were unable to turn those turnovers into points. Um, despite having 10 more turnovers, the Heat generated more points off turnovers than Toronto did. The Heat had a great shooting game, 50% from the field. Um, some Toronto Raptors missed free throws and things. And as you start to take a apart that box score happy to bet them again um you know they closed that game around plus 130 or so had them basically as kind of a coin flip there and again plus 144 the game that i have is again pretty much a coin flip and we've seen a lot especially in these um head-to-head games rarely do teams win 2-0 and again not that i'm betting that because of that but it's a nice little cherry on top of the sunday really like the raptors here in this spot so plus 144 what the heck andy they can't lose to miami twice in a row right Nobody can ever. <laughs> Miami won last night. All right. I'm gonna yeah, I'm mostly on the Celtics here. I'm just gonna ride that gravy train till the wheels fall off. Leg show says jazz first quarter, first half, Houston money line. Sneaky. The magic over is getting steamed like that one, says Jay. Getting some uh getting some bets from the chat. No big deal. Take it. So all right, enjoy. Thank you for joining us in the chat. Hit the thumbs up on the way out. That's our show for today. Follow me and Alex on Twitter if you want to hang out and tweet at each other. Hit the thumbs up. I'll catch you tomorrow.